Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast, where we talk about ways that DJs and event professionals can succeed on social media. Every Wednesday, we'll help you guys get more traction in your business, help you showcase your work for potential clients looking to hire you, and bring the social back into social media. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about social media. Now, without further ado, let's get started with the episode. What's going on, guys? It's Justin the DJ, and this week on the podcast, we're going to be talking all about hashtags. Hashtags on Instagram, hashtags on TikTok, hashtags on Facebook, just hashtags in general on all your social media platforms. Are they important? Do you need them when it comes to posting any piece of content? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you guys know that after many months of having my custom podium booth with my turntables and my S11 mixer, we finally have gotten a huge road case for this thing. At every event, I was taking the turntables in and out of the podium booth, constantly running the wires and picking it up and (laughs) carrying it. Me and my assistant would just pick it up with our two hands and, and carry it across the venue. Sometimes we'd have this rolling cart and we'd roll it on some wheels, but other than that, we really were just kind of being very careful with moving this booth. I even had moving blankets wrapped around the booth as we're transporting it, so we're definitely doing it very, <laughs> a very risky way of, of transporting this podium booth and not very efficiently, but we finally ended up getting a big road case for and I actually posted on my Instagram this week uh, showing what that case looks like and how we put it in and out. Now, a couple of months ago, I actually broke my podium booth in transport. The way that we transported the booth was we would set it inside the trailer up against the wall and then we would strap it against the wall with a ratchet strap. Now, I'm not sure what happened exactly in the trailer. Maybe a speaker fell over or maybe I hit a bump. But whenever we opened the trailer, the podium was ripped off the base plate. And the screws were completely stripped out. The whole thing was just a complete nightmare. Luckily, I was able to put it all back together you know, re re put the screws in. Um, make it made it all super sturdy. Everything is good to go with the booth. Everything has been fine the last couple of months. But ever since that happened, that really is what triggered us to go ahead and find a local custom case maker to get this podium case made. And honestly, I'm so thankful that we finally got this case made, so I can just honestly completely set up the turntables and the mixer, leave it in the podium leave the podium in the case 24-7, and then just roll that case in and out of events, take the podium out, do my event, put it back in the case, and not have to do all of the gear shuffling and moving stuff around and taking them, taking the turntables in and out and, and all that mess. And honestly, it's going to save me probably 15 to 20 minutes of setup and teardown time for every event. So My life's going to be a whole lot easier with the podium booth and we're going to be able to keep that booth in top condition for hopefully many years to come. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into the news. 
Social News. All right, guys. So this week, the only piece of news I have is that Twitter officially has a new owner. Elon Musk now owns Twitter, and it's only been a couple of days, and it seems like a lot of changes are happening. There was a new report that came out today saying that Elon Musk is looking to make it to where you can essentially pay for a blue verified checkmark on the Twitter app for the price of $19.99 per month. Yes, you can officially get that blue checkmark on Twitter you've always wanted for essentially $236 a year, which is just absolutely insane and completely defeats the purpose of a blue checkmark or a verification on any social media platform. The point of a verification is to make it to where everyone knows, hey, this is the real celebrity or artist or whoever you are. If you are somebody that everyone knows, they want to make sure that they know that that account is the real one and not a fake one. If anybody can go out there and pay 20 bucks a month and become an official verified account, then what's the point in being unofficial verified account. The same thing comes to when people buy a crap ton of followers on any social media platform. You can essentially pay a couple hundred bucks and get a million followers on your account and make it all look legit and make it all seem like you're a legit account and you're really not at that point. But you paid the money, you look legit, you got the followers and now you can pay 20 bucks and you can look legit and have a check mark next to your Twitter profile, I just think it's kind of stupid, to be honest with you. And the whole reason why they're doing it seems like he just wants to make some money here. Obviously, he spent a crap ton of money buying Twitter, and within a couple days, he's already set a target to try and make $600 million in subscriptions per month. <laughs> <laughs> which would which would mean he would need 120 million people to buy a blue check mark on Twitter which again just defeats the entire purpose of the blue check mark but yeah very interesting stuff happening on Twitter and I'm sure it's not going to be the last of what we've seen over there I've even seen things on Twitter like them changing their rules on bullying and racism and things like that. I actually saw a chart the other day showing the use of the N-word on Twitter has skyrocketed since Elon Musk has taken over on that app. So honestly, <laughs> when it comes to Twitter, man, I stopped using the app so long ago. And I think that all these things jumping in on Twitter is just going to make that app die so much faster than it already is. So to be completely honest with you, I don't see anything happening over on Twitter, at least anything good happening over when it comes to Twitter. I, I very rarely use that app. So honestly, I couldn't care less what Elon Musk does with that app because you're not going to book clients on Twitter. You're not going to get that many gigs when it comes to Twitter. Honestly, Twitter is really just a space for you to, to collect your thoughts and speak them out to other like-minded individuals but it's not a great place to find your next gig or it's not a great place to find that wedding client or that corporate client. There's so many other platforms that are 10 times better 
at reaching a true audience that's actually going to fulfill your goal, if your goal is, of course, booking and doing events and DJing and stuff like that. So honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't care less about Twitter. I, I wouldn't waste your time if you're not already on Twitter. Don't waste your time with the app. There's so many other great apps you can spend your time on and actually improve your, you know, your, your visibility as a DJ and, and showcasing your skills. So don't worry about Twitter. <laughs> the only good news that I've seen about the whole Elon Musk Twitter thing is that he wants to bring back Vine. <laughs> now, Vine is the OG short form video content platform. Back in the day, Vine was a really smaller version of TikTok where instead of posting like a 30 second video or a minute long video, it was a six second video. So you had to get to the point as soon as possible, literally within the first frame, you were doing the thing you were wanted to show or you were talking about the joke or you were saying something funny or whatever you did on Vine, you had to get to the point so fast, way faster than you need to on TikTok. I personally loved Vine. Vine was a really unique platform at the time, especially, um, I think it was like 10 years ago Vine was around. Now, my only issue here is that almost every social media platform nowadays does short form video content, not necessarily like Vine used to, but in their own sense. You know, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, TikTok videos. You can even post videos like that on Snapchat and even Pinterest is taking videos in that form. So the only way Vine would succeed in this market space on social media is if it does something super unique, super different, or I think if they go straight back to their roots, six second clips, straight to the point, hardly any ads on their platform, which honestly, is never going to happen, but we can all dream. <laughs> but that's the only way Vine's going to succeed is if they do something different because if they just jump on the short form video content bandwagon like Instagram did, like Snapchat did, like YouTube did, it's just going to be another app and no one's going to really care. It's not going to have the same kind of magic that TikTok did when it first launched. So that's honestly the only way Vine's going to succeed. They're not going to just succeed by existing. They have to do something special. All right, let's jump right into the music. Trending sounds. All right, guys. So the last couple of weeks, this sound has been trending both on TikTok and Instagram. Let's check it out. Now, I would be very shocked if you didn't know what song that was. That is September Earth, Wind, and Fire. And this specific version of the song uh, essentially is, is how people are using it as a trend in some of their TikToks and Instagram videos. Essentially, the idea is you need to do something and you forget. Like if you walk into a room and you need to get this cup from the drawer and you walk into the kitchen and you completely forgot why you walked in there, that would be the song you would play during that video. And that's really how people are using that trend. So you can use that idea as a cool trend. Maybe you forgot 
specific wire that you're looking for in your case, or, or maybe you forgot your, your laptop, or you forgot this, you forgot that, whatever. It could be a, a really cool way for you guys to, uh, to make a cool DJ-related uh, video for TikTok or Instagram. Um, but I, I'm thinking it honestly from a DJing perspective at a private event or a wedding or even a club, you know, I know there's a lot of DJs listening right now and I'd be very shocked if you're not already playing September Earth, Wind & Fire. But if you're not already playing that song, the song's trending right now. That means you guys have got to jump on it, got to throw those songs into your sets. If you think about it, if it's trending on Instagram and if it's trending on TikTok, that means the kids know it now. You know, I know this song came in like the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, whatever. I don't know the exact date, but that song is very old, but it's came back now with this trend, with this trending sound or whatever. Now the kids know it. You definitely know that a room full of 15 to 35-year-olds are going to 100% know the song if they didn't already. So that just going to give you the reassurance to go ahead and drop that song in your set and it's going to be great. And it's really funny too, thinking about trending music on TikTok and Instagram. There's been so many instances where like a super old song gets thrown into the mix and now all the kids know it. And <laughs> I always think about it this way, like every time an old song gets on the trending charts, that just adds 10 more years to that song's lifespan or that shelf life for that song. If it wasn't for TikTok, honestly, in the next 10 years, maybe 20 years, September Earth, Wind & Fire might not be one of those songs that every event DJ might reach for. Um, but now that it's trending on TikTok and Instagram, that just gives that song at least 10 more years to go. So I guess we're going to be listening to September Earth, Wind & Fire for at least another 10 years. <laughs> All right, guys, this week we are going to be talking all about hashtags. Hashtags have been a really big part of social media for a while now, specifically on, on Twitter and on Instagram and, and TikTok a little bit. And all the social media apps essentially have been utilizing hashtags as a way to categorize your content on the platforms. You know, I got a DM just a couple weeks ago from a DJ asking what hashtags to use or how many or does it even matter if you add a hashtag to your post? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, in the beginning, when it came to specifically Instagram, let's just talk about Instagram for a second. In the beginning, hashtags played a huge part in making sure that your content got to the people who liked it the most. So if I was a DJ, I would use a ton of hashtags. And at the time, using around 30 hashtags was a pretty good number, a realistic number to use per post. So I would do hashtag DJ, hashtag pioneer DJ, Serato DJ, club DJ, wedding DJ. I would use all the phrases that were related to a DJ in one sense or another, or a way that somebody could search a phrase like Serato DJ or Rekordbox DJ and find the content that they were searching for. Lately, hashtags have lost their value quite a bit. Whenever I post a reel, I usually stick between five to six hashtags at the most per reel. Now, when it comes to a photo, 
I usually do about 10 to 15 hashtags per post. And here's the reason why. Hashtags are still a good way for somebody to search your specific piece of content. Like if somebody wants to see CDJ2000s and you use the hashtag CDJ2000, well, now someone might be able to see your post with that. But it's not necessarily a good discoverability method as it once was in the past. Instagram and TikTok aren't using just hashtags as a way to categorize your posts. They're also using other methods like SEO. They're also using methods of categorizing your viewers' interests with the content and showing that same content to maybe people that they follow or people that also share those same interests. So creating kind of like interests pods within groups of people on the social media platforms. So putting a hundred hashtags on your post is not going to make a huge difference. It's not gonna make any difference. If anything, it might hurt your content. Because at that sense, the social media platforms might see it as kind of like a spammy post. Nobody really wants to see a hundred hashtags on your content. Gone of the days where you're putting 30 hashtags on a post and seeing what happens. You know, back then that was the only way to create discoverability. Whenever I first started on Instagram, that was probably the biggest way that I got my posts in front of people was hashtags, but it's changed ever since reels have jumped into the mix. And I said it a moment ago, but instead of focusing on what hashtags to use or how many to use, or if you need to use them at all, I would focus more on creating a important and meaningful caption for your posts. Now, the caption is super important, and like I said earlier, the social media platforms are utilizing SEO to categorize your content and figure out who is gonna actually like this content, who's gonna engage with it, and use this content as a means to stay on the platform as long as possible. So instead of posting a reel and throwing a couple emojis in the caption, or just throwing a couple hashtags as your caption, I would highly recommend really spending a little bit of time figuring out what you wanna write. Maybe you can just kind of summarize what the post is and make sure to use some specific keywords. Just like you would have some specific hashtags with keywords, you should put some of those keywords that you would search with hashtags in your caption. So if you're making a post for DJs or about DJing, I would try to use the word DJ in your caption. And I would try to use as many keywords as you can. So if you're a wedding DJ in Dallas, I would try to say all those keywords in your caption in one way or another. And and try and make it short and sweet unless you're, you know, you're trying to create some informative content for your viewers. That's a different story, but I would, you know, if you're doing just a simple post, you're a Dallas wedding DJ, you can say something along the lines of you being a Dallas wedding DJ in your caption and you're gonna let the SEO do the work for you and showcase that content to DJs, to people in Dallas, and to people who are interested in weddings. Now I know Instagram is currently working on a feature that might 
kill hashtags in the future. I believe they're working on a feature that involves a type of tagging system when you post your content. So instead of using hashtag DJ, you can actually tag your reel or your post while you're posting it with the tags DJ or with the tags Dallas DJ or whatever hashtag you're wanting to use. You would attach that to your photo kind of like you would attach a location or tag another person in your photo. You would add all the tags to your photo that way rather than writing a bunch of hashtags in your caption. And honestly, that's kind of the way that it should be. Hashtags just in general look very spammy and you know, lately it hasn't been, like I said, a very good discoverability tool. Instagram hasn't been pushing hashtagged photos to people that follow the hashtag groups anymore and have been really focusing on the SEO side of things and really figuring out specific people's interests and finding that content using the algorithm rather than the hashtag itself. So just to kind of lump everything together really quickly, hashtags are not as important as they once was. I would still use a couple hashtags on your reels. I would probably still use at least 10 hashtags on your photos and make sure they mean something important. I would use hashtags like DJ, hashtags like Serato DJ or Wedding DJ, Club DJ. I would avoid using hashtags that are all about you, like your name. I've seen some I've seen some DJs where they have a hashtag with their name and honestly, you're not gonna get any searchability or discoverability in that sense. So I wouldn't waste your time with that kind of stuff, but find some large or medium-sized hashtags to throw in with your posts. But the most important thing when it comes to categorizing your posts and making sure the right people see them is creating a very good and thought out caption for your posts and make sure to use keywords that make it easier to understand who this content is for and so that the platforms can push it out to the right people so that you can get as much engagement on your posts as possible. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about being on social media. If you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at JustinTheDJ. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Wednesday.